This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Houston proud and Houston strong. Sports Talk 790 Astroline. Astroline. The official preseason show of Astros baseball. This is where we talk about your Astros. Join the show. Post your questions and comments on social media. Just be sure to hashtag Astroline. That's how you do it. Continue success and continue winning. You're talking about a dynasty. Live from West Palm Beach, Florida. Sports Talk 790 Astroline starts now. Now. And greetings from Duffy Sports Grill, downtown West Palm Beach on Clematis. Another spring training is underway, and it's another Astroline season. From here in downtown West Palm Beach at Duffy Sports Grill, certainly hope you come out and see us if you make it down to West Palm Beach. I'm Robert Ford, radio broadcaster for the Houston Astros, and joined by Todd Callis, Astros television broadcaster. Thank you so much for, for joining us, Todd. Thank you for having me, Robert. I am fired up. I love spring training. I can't believe we finally have live baseball again in less than 24 hours. Yeah, that'll be fun. Astros play their first spring training game tomorrow night against the Washington Nationals. They're complex mates at the Cacti Park of the Palm Beaches. So new ballpark name, new uh, season about to kick off, new exhibition season, and a new manager. For the Astros as well, as we're joined tonight by Joe Espada, first-year manager of the Astros, but certainly not a stranger to Astros fans, TK. Of course, the bench coach the last five years, and uh, I know uh, a lot of us were very excited to see Joe finally get this opportunity. Yeah, well-deserved. I mean, he had been the bench coach with AJ and Dusty for all those years, and now he gets to be his own voice and be the top guy. And, and I love the energy that I've seen so far in spring training and what I've seen in the offseason. Uh, not just because Joe's sitting next to us, but I thought that was, that was a great opportunity for Joe. He had some near misses in the past with other teams, and it just felt right. Like he's knows, He knows the guys. He's been in the trenches with these guys. This opportunity was meant to be for Joe, and Joe is meant to be the next guy to, to carry that baton in the, in the golden era of Astros baseball. Before we bring Joe on, I just want to remind folks, single-game tickets for the 2024 season go on sale on March 1st. That's Friday. Make sure you get your tickets on March 1st. That's next Friday. Make sure you get your tickets next Friday, March 1st, to see your Houston Astros and their relentless pursuit for baseball's biggest prize. Visit Astros.com slash tickets to learn more. Well, Joe looks like he's really enjoying his uh, chips and salsa, so we'll give him a minute here to, to have some of that. But, TK, you know, we, you, you and I were both at, at camp today uh, seeing guys go through workouts and everything. And the thing I kept hearing... Uh, from guys is they're just excited to play games because 
especially the pitchers and catchers who've been here for a couple of weeks. You know, you just get to a point where it's like you're just tired of drills. You're ready. You're ready for baseball to start. Yeah, no doubt. All across Florida and Arizona right now. Yeah. Every team is saying, please bring another team into the mix because they're tired of going head to head with their teammates, especially if you're an Astros hitter. You have to face Presley and Hayter. <laughs> yeah. like, who wants to have live VP against Hayter right out of the game? You don't so. want to demoralize guys before the season even <laughs> no. begins. No. So they're, they're happy to, to see somebody new tomorrow. It'll be the Washington Nationals, the two teams that share that complex, as you mentioned. Uh, just have live baseball again tomorrow and then two games again on Sunday. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot in a hurry after having our last game was 153 days ago. So we've had a long time to wait for live baseball. And, and now we're going to have a lot in a short amount of time. Right, right. And it should be a lot of fun, as always. Looking forward to this uh, 2024 season. When you think about the offseason, Todd, what's the move the Astros made or moves the Astros made that, that stuck out to you, that impressed you the most? It's funny because the last time I hung out uh, with Joe Espada was uh, on Caravan. Uh-huh. And that was happened to be the day that Josh Hader ended up as a Houston Astro. So Joe couldn't say anything for about half the day. He's like, hey, you know, something could happen. We're not <laughs> sure what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, by the end of Caravan, Josh Hader's an Astro. So obviously, uh, that was the move they that got everybody fired up. But don't go to sleep on Victor Caratini. Uh, Caratini's yeah. a guy, a switch hitting catcher, uh, who's going to come in here and make a, a presence. He's going to be a guy that's learning the staff. Watch Joe about that. Uh, I thought that was a great move. Even uh, a guy who may pitch tomorrow, I believe, out of the bullpen, who was uh, a guy that may be under the radar for a lot of teams, a Dylan Coleman. Mm-hmm. He's got really good stuff. So, uh, yeah, haters that the A acquisition. Uh, but don't go to sleep on some of those other moves that were made as well. And I think what's going to be interesting as we go through camp and into the regular season is, you know, the bullpen. That's been such a strength of the Astros the last few years. Obviously, you look at the back end of the bullpen. You mentioned Josh Hader. Ryan Presley returns. Brian Abreu. You know, that's a, a pretty strong triumvirate. But you need other guys beside that. So it's going to be interesting to see who steps up and, and who seizes some roles. Yeah, and I, you're going to see a lot of guys get that opportunity. I think that's what's cool about this spring. I don't remember in the past few seasons, especially in 2022, having these opportunities available in the bullpen. That was a lockdown bullpen from Jump Street all the way to the end of the World Series championship. Uh, so this year is going to be a little bit interesting in, in terms of having spots available. And it all starts tomorrow. Literally, tomorrow will be the first day of auditions for a lot of these guys trying to win spots. So uh, it's going to be interesting. you got the three guys you mentioned, Rafael Montero. Other than that, I don't think there's any locks in this bullpen. So uh, there should be some spots open. You guys ready to hear from Joe Espada? Yeah. All right, all right. Let's bring on. Let's bring on Joe. Uh, first year manager, Houston Astros. First of all, thank you so much for joining us, oh, Joe. So glad you. to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, and it looks like you can vouch for the chips and salsa here at Duffy's, <laughs> by the way. Um, so, first year as a manager, five years as a bench coach. I remember a quote from um, uh, Alvin Gentry, who was an NBA head coach for a few different teams and a longtime NBA assistant. And I remember he said, you know, you would think that being an assistant, you know, you okay, then you can just slide over into the head coach chair. That's that's easy basketball. But he said it's amazing the how much the pressure increases when you move one seat over. I know you haven't managed a game yet, but do you kind of get that sense already just early on? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, once I got down here um, to West Palm, you kind of for me, like the honeymoon was over. Right now it's right. time. It's time to go to work. Um, it does makes it a little bit easier when you transition to this role with the team we have, relationship that I have with some of these players. So that aspect of it, it made it easier. But once the uh, 
you know the the bell ring will be more intense for sure. How's the spring gone so far? I know you had a little weather to start the spring, but how's everything gone leading up to your first game? You know things are going very well. Uh, you know those first couple of days, you get excited just to see the guys, you know, hanging out, saying hi to one another, and yeah. you know missing each other for you know during off season. But once we get once we get on the field, it's all business. And so far, it's been it's going really well. Uh, very, you know, some good-looking arms. You guys were talking about uh, our bullpen. Um, you know, pitchers right now are way ahead of hitters. They're blowing fastballs by, by a lot of our guys. Um, but, you know, excited about tomorrow. You know, it's easier for us to be, you know, do evaluation of our hitters and, and our pitchers when we start playing games. Um, so it's, it's really exciting, and the players are excited about it, and they're ready to go. So... Astro season ends last year after the ALCS disappointing seven-game series. Uh, Dusty Baker retires from managing shortly after that series ends. If you could just walk us through that period for you from when the Astro season ended to when you were named manager. Yeah, so it was it was you know it was a busy off season. Um, you know, not knowing what Dusty was going to do. Um, having so much success and uh, being the person he is and how much he loves to compete, um, not knowing his path, his future. Um, but once he announced his retirement, um, you know, I, I'd hope that it w I was going to get this opportunity. I, I, there's no guarantees uh, if, if, if I was going to get this, this job, but just the opportunity and, and just being in a position to do that, uh, it was really, you know, fulfilling just the fact that I, I got my dream. And especially just to do it with the team that I've been with the last six years and uh, how successful this team has been. So for me to take over and, 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 and continue to keep this train on the train tracks, it's something exciting and I can't wait to get started tomorrow. Yeah, you mentioned uh, it's fulfilling of a dream for you. And you had opportunities in the past, as I mentioned on the show a few minutes ago. But had you had one of those opportunities, we wouldn't be here talking to you. Right. You wouldn't be managing a team that you know so well. It was almost, did, did it feel to you as, as much as there could have been disappointments in the past that things happened for a reason? This was meant to be for you? Amen to that. I, I think that, you know, sometimes we think that we could choose, like, our destination. And sometimes destiny chooses where we want to go, where we're going to go next. And I think God wanted me to be here all along. And uh, what I've learned through this process is that, you know, how you attitude while you wait. Um, you have to be patient. And, and there was, you know, when this process began years ago, I, I became a little bit impatient because I really wanted an opportunity. But then the last couple of years, I just, just told myself, told my family, let's just see what happens because I think there's a, there's some good stuff that's going to happen for me and for my for our family, and and here here we are hanging out together, man. Yeah, absolutely. Was there ever a point? And I mean, it's been well documented. As you alluded to, you know, you interviewed for several different jobs, came close to a few uh, before you got the Astros job. Was there ever a point where you thought, you know, what maybe maybe it's not meant to be? Maybe I'm not going to be a big league manager. Um, you know, you mentioned how letting your family know, hey, let's just let kind of just let things happen. But was there ever a point where you thought, you know what, maybe maybe this just isn't in the cards for me? You know what? Never. I never doubted my ability to do this. And and I just knew that at some point it was going to happen. You know, uh, my 
I really wanted to make sure that my family was all in and because and, I got small children and they were always wondering, hey, daddy, where are we going these offseason? Any plans, any interviews? And I wanted to make sure that we stay together as a family and keep the kids, you know, sure, you know, making sure that, you know, this is our home. Wherever we decide to go, we're always going to be together. Um, so when they learned that I, uh, you know, stay here and be the manager for the Houston Astros, they were they were super excited. So you get to write your first lineup out officially tomorrow. And as you look around here at Duffy's, I mean, it's packed. There, there are Astros fans literally out the door. There's no more room in here. As these fans go to games over the weekend, will they see some of the regulars? How are you mixing it up? Yes, yes. They'll see, we'll see some of the regulars uh, right off the bat. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, some of the guys, you know, I saw the work that guys did throughout the offseason and – they they wanted to get on the field right away, mm-hmm. so um, they they you guys will see them and you know tomorrow you see some of the regulars and then in the split squad the home game you'll see you know the big boys like we like to call it you know <laughs> getting the start. Yeah, I mean, and I think it makes it a little tricky with the way the schedule was laid out to start spring training game tomorrow, first game of the spring, and you mentioned the split squad game on Sunday. So, you know, whenever you have a split squad, it's pretty much everybody's going to play. So is did that factor into your decision at all in terms of trying to, you know, getting the regulars out there sooner? Yes, yes. And, and, and also, you know, I, I want to make sure that I, I spend the last two or three weeks with some of our regulars in Houston training. And, and I, we plan out the first week of games, you know, Jordan, Altuve, Bregman. And, and I want to make sure before they get on the field – before we start a game, that they were built up enough where they can go out and play four or five innings. Right? So a lot of it goes down to their off-season preparation. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. If, if I didn't feel like they were ready to go and move around tomorrow for five or six games or, you know, go play outfield for five or six games, there's no reason to force it. We, you know, we do have enough players in camp that we can put together a lineup. Um, but the players train hard, and they're like, Joe, you know, we will be ready to start as soon as we get down there. Um, it show how hungry they are and how ready we are just to go and, and go look for another for another pennant, no doubt. Ronel Blanco gets the ball for you in your first game as manager of the Astros. Last year, he made that transition from the bullpen to the starter. Uh, where is he now? Is he fully a starter? Is it still to be determined? It's still to be determined. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blanco stays in shape. Uh, winner ball. He dominates that Dominican Republic. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he finally, every gave year. finally gave up a run. Yeah, yeah, but I think it took like three years for him to <laughs> give up a run. <laughs> so, so he'll 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 take the ball tomorrow. You know, he'll be on the hybrid role like we had him last year. He could work out of the pen. He could start. He could start for us. You know, we know how resilient that arm is and how strong he is. Uh, so he's in that mix of bullpen that guys that are trying to make the club, and he he's versatile, right? He's he he adds he adds that that important value to be able to you know play out of. So. <laughs> like to remind you, 2024 season tickets are on sale now. Catch every home run, every double play, and every game of the 2024 season by becoming an Astros season ticket holder and get access to every postseason game. Visit astros.com slash season tickets to learn more. We'll have more with Astros manager Joe Espada as Astro Line 
on 790 continues from Duffy Sports Grill in downtown West Palm Beach after this. Come out to Minute Maid Park March 1st through 3rd for the 2024 Astros Foundation College Classic. This three-day tournament will feature some of the top baseball programs in the country. Get your tickets and show off your school pride as Texas, Vanderbilt, Houston, Louisiana, Texas State, and defending national champions LSU battle it out at Minute Maid Park. For ticket options and more information, visit astros.com slash college classic. Spring training is back in the Palm Beaches this spring. Experience Astros baseball, plus the best beaches, dining, and entertainment after the game. There's nothing better than Astros spring ball in sunny Florida. For tickets and more, visit astros.com slash spring to book your trip. Plan your visit now to the spring training home of the Houston Astros. The Palm Beaches. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to Astroline on 790. We're coming to you live from Duffy Sports Grill, downtown West Palm Beach on Clematis. Hey, see the games you want with the flexibility you deserve with Astros Flex Plans. It's Astros Baseball on your terms. Learn more and build your flex plan today at astros.com slash mini plans. We're joined by Joe Espada, first-year manager of the Houston Astros. And, of course, you were the bench coach for the Astros the last six years. And you worked with two different managers, A.J. Hinch and then Dusty Baker. Uh, if you could just talk about, to start, what you learned from A.J., who was a minor league teammate of yours with the Oakland A's, and, and what you learned from, from Dusty. And it was a bit of a different situation with Dusty because, unlike A.J., you, know, you didn't really know Dusty before you started working with him. Yeah, yeah, like you said, A.J. and I, we were, we were teammates. We actually got drafted the same year, 96, uh, uh, with the Oakland A's. And we came through the farm system together. Uh, we kept in touch throughout the years. And um, I remember in 15 when we lost to the Astros uh, in the uh, wall card game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we text I text him and congratulate him, and uh, because I've seen how hard he's worked through, you know, just to put that team, you know, put the Astros at the time in, in a position to to win that game, and how how long he's come right mm-hmm. to uh, right to be a major league manager and, and and turn things around in Houston, and then after seventeen, um, there was an opening here, and. Uh, there was a chance to uh, be the bench coach here. He texted me, and we spoke and said, hey, you know, would you be interested in uh, being the uh, bench coach for the Astros? I said, you know, absolutely. And, and I saw it just more than just a promotion. I cho- it, you know, I saw it as an opportunity to work for a great manager and for a great organization. I saw in the, digre- the direction that the team was going, and I wanted to be part of that. And I'm glad I did because, um, you know, you've seen the success that we've had, and and a lot have to do with the job that AJ and and the you know that last administration we're here that how good job they they've done. Um, and Dusty was you know Dusty was brought in in a, in a, in a very difficult uh, time in, in our organization, but he did a tremendous job. Um, the way he kept everyone together and and how hard he worked just to make sure that we were all 
in this together for in a very you know tough time. So I think he did a great job. You know, I very blessed and lucky to um, have a seat and and enjoy the last four years of Dusty Baker's uh, managerial career. Uh, he did uh, things that uh, you know were different from 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 different managers that I worked for, mm-hmm. but it worked for him. Um, he had a way to go about things that really uh, included everyone. And I, he was watching him in the last four years. I really learned a ton about from Dusty. We mentioned how it was almost meant to be that you got this job based on how it transpired. The fact that you've been here before and the entire coaching staff, not only are you a new manager, a lot of times a new manager comes into a situation, he has a coach or two, he doesn't have the entire staff that comes back. You have everybody that's been with this team back. How has that made this whole transition easier for you and your buddy uh, Omar Lopez being your bench coach? Yeah, 100%. You know, the job these coaches have done here for the last six years has been tremendous. There's, there's no reason to try to fix something that is not broken. And, and, and our success, uh, they, they deserve a lot of credit. Um, Omar, you know, 25 years in the organization. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, you know, we closed. We, we got to know each other the last couple of years very well. Our relationship he has with all these players, uh, he's managed all these guys at some point throughout their careers. The way he, you know, he goes about his business, just how he connects with people, how smart he is, baseball guy. Um, lucky to have him next to me. And the only really new addition to the staff, I mean, well, I guess a couple technically. Jason Bell uh, is on the staff now. He had been in the organization the last several years on the minor league side. But Dave Clark, he's new to the organization. Well, this is his second stint with the organization. Right, right. He previously was a minor league manager and a, a big league coach for the Astros and played for the Astros. How did Dave Clark wind up uh, returning to the Astros? You know, start with Jason. I, you know, I've worked closely with Jason Bell the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Uh, he was the uh, field coordinator, also assistant farm director. He helped me throughout the last couple of years just putting spring training together getting to know the minor league players. And, you know, I thought he deserved the promotion to be the quality assurance coach. Uh, the guy, the work he's done has been tremendous. So who better than that, that do the job I did for the last couple of years, putting spring training together, schedule, putting guys in different spots doing spring, which is not an easy job. He's, he's terrific. So happy to have him on board. And Dave Clark was, was, was an easy call, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest. I, I, needed, I wanted someone that can that had a history with the Astros. Um, you know, he's a baseball man. Um, I, when I made some phone calls around the league, his name came up. I, you know, Altuve was a big advocate for him. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted base running to be highlighted in spring training. I, I think that's, that's, that's an area that we can improve. And having Gary at third base and having Clarkie at first base, it, you, you're attacking the issue from both sides. Um, so he's on board, and I'm excited, and his work, it's, it's noticeable right away. And uh, you guys are going to see, him, you know, his energy that he brings. Mm-hmm. He's still the same guy that you guys saw many years ago. So it's exciting to have Clarky back. I am really, really excited. It's impossible in just 10 days since spring training has started to get all the things you want to emphasize done. But what have been your points of emphasis to this point? Before the show started, we mentioned the Nationals today were working on uh, the new rule about blocking bases, second and third base as opposed to home plate, which has always been in the books. Now second and third is different. 
uh, last year maybe you know the defense for the Astros wasn't as good as we've seen in the past, whether it was holding on runners or, or just lapses here and there. What have been your points of emphasis so far in 2024? So those things will be uh, – those are emphasis for us, and, and you guys will see us on the field doing drills to um, kind of attack those areas. We are a really good defensive teams, but there's always ways that you can improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been always been a good base running team, but I thought last year our focus on, the, uh, focus on those areas were lacking at times. So it's just showing – videos or conversation with the guys the first couple of days of spring training it was raining so we didn't get a chance to get on the field so we brought a base out and we let's attack this let's go over the rules of blocking the base uh, just because it, it, we have to bring those things up so it don't cost us an out it don't cost us a run so we have been every day one thing at a time this is a really good team it's a veteran team they know exactly what they need to do but, like, my message on day one was, like, we can't be complacent of where, where we've been and where we want to go. There's areas that we need to improve, and we are attacking those, and everyone is on board. I think a lot of times when people hear base running, we're working on base running, they think stolen bases. But base running, it just encompasses so much more. So it may not translate into maybe more stolen bases, per se, for the Astros, but maybe taking the extra base more often, sure. things like that. Yeah, it, you know, for me, base running is an attitude. It's... <laughs> It, it, it's you go to the ballpark and you want to put pressure on the other team. We've done that in the past. We've done it every year, but we could be better at if we just know where the defense is playing, right? Taking advantage of the pitch clock. Teams do that against us so we can also exploit that and we have the athleticism and the base runners to do that. So we try to, try to make sure that we talk to the players individually um, game of inches, right? You hear that all the time in baseball. You know, this is a game of inches. You know, our turns can be tighter. Um, our primary leads can be can be longer. Mm-hmm. This is game of inches. Any inch you can gain on the basis that allows you to score a few more runs. You know, every year the Astros are not highly ranked in terms of who their minor league system is. And every year, nine of the last ten, ever since Colin McHugh. Uh, back in 2014, was a top five guy in the AL Rookie of the Year. They've been top five nine of the last ten years. At least one guy, top five nine of the last ten years. And no other team in the American League has had more than five during that stretch. So this year, you mentioned regulars are going to play. Who are some of the guys you might want to see and fans to get excited about early on in the spring who could get into some games? You know, like I hear that all the time, how we are not ranked in the top Mm -hmm. ten, top 15. But credit to our player development because – Despite not having the top 100 prospects, you know, ranked by MLB or whoever does it, we still bring guys to the major leagues mm-hmm. and perform. You can win at the major league level without player development. So credit goes to the job those guys do down there. Uh, I'm excited about a ton of players. Um, you know, I got a list of players that uh, I, I can't wait to put them in there and um, just to watch him play, I give you some exa- like Will Wagner. <laughs> I think the guy can can really hit, um, and he has this demeanor, this look in his eyes that I'm really excited about. That I think he's a player to watch. Joey Loperfito, uh, you know, he's another guy that we all talked about, and you know, I didn't know this kid was big and physical yeah. and. You know his athleticism has been pretty impressive the um, the last the last the first week of, of camp. 
Jacob Melton. It's also another guy that, you know, somebody that we need to watch. And there's a couple of kids down in minicamp that I'm going to bring over. Kit Hernandez, little shortstop, Cuban shortstop uh, that we signed, I think it was two years ago, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm going to bring him in tomorrow to play shortstop, um, second half of the game. Uh, just to showcase, you know, his skills because I think these are guys that I, I want him to be around our major league players uh, because, as you guys know very well, at some point we are going to need these guys at major league level. You can't win a championship without player development. You know, it's all hands on deck from day one. You know, we, as DK mentioned, you know, the Astros haven't been ranked highly in the farm system rankings, the organizational rankings, but still have produced uh, some good young talent. How much do you think it helps – to have the culture the Astros do. So, like, say someone like a Chaz McCormick comes to the big leagues, he doesn't feel like he has to carry the team right. because there are a bunch of other guys around him. Or even you think about somebody like Mauricio Dubon, comes over in a trade, gets an opportunity early last year with Altuve hurt, gets a chance to show what he can do, has a fantastic year, and is a re- really valuable member of the club. How much does that help in terms of just kind of acclimating guys uh, to the big league level, uh, you know, because they're just, they're not in a situation where it's like they have to be the guy? You know, credit goes to our, a lot of our players. But, you know, our veteran players, they, they embrace those young players when they come to camp. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that we do, we've done here for the last couple of years, we use the locker room to put players next to some veteran players so they they don't feel intimidated or know, like, you know what, um, I don't belong here. Because conversation, conversations go a long way. Mm-hmm. You, you put one of those young players in between two veteran players, and our veteran players love doing that. Let me have a conversation. Let's talk about our bats. Let's talk about pitching. This is the way I prepare. So I'm always encouraging our players, listen, you're in big league camp. Um, and you might be one of those young players, you know, outside looking in. But that guy next to you has 10 years of service, had eight years of service. Just ask him questions and, you know, go to the weight room when he's, tri- you know, when he's getting ready. Just look the way he does it. So McCormick is one of those guys. When we brought him up, he was around that, you know, Tucker and Brantley in the clubhouse. And they made him feel like, you know what, I belong here. I, not only I can play here, but this this room is not a place where I feel intimidated about. A couple questions that brought to mind when you were talking about that. Number one, I noticed today Spencer Arigetti right next to Verlander yes. and McCullers. Yes. And so that was not by accident. Correct. No, he's not. And then you mentioned Uncle Mike. Well, he, he's dressed down the road, Port right. St. Lucie. Will, he, will we see him at camp at all? He told me that he was coming. Okay. So I am trying to give him some space because <laughs> he wants to spend some time with uh, with the family. Um, but I will I will continue to ask him. But he said that he's going to make it down here. I'm just trying, you know, we want to get things going. Uh, but he's 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 going to make it. He's going to he's going to be down here with us. Looking forward to seeing Uncle Mike. Hey, the 24th annual Astros Foundation College Classic returns to Minute Maid Park from March 1st through the 3rd. That's next weekend. And this year's lineup includes LSU, Texas, Texas State, University of Houston, and University of Louisiana, Lafayette, and Vanderbilt as well. As they'll take the field for the nine-game tournament. Learn more at astros.com/slash. 
College Classic. We'll have more with Astros manager Joe Espada as Astroline on 790 from Duffy Sports Grill and downtown West Palm Beach continues after this. Get ready to experience the thrill of the game as your Houston Astros embark on their relentless pursuit of another championship. Whether you're a diehard fan or looking for some exciting moments, the Astros have the perfect ticket plan for you. Choose from full and partial season tickets to be there for every unforgettable play. Want more flexibility? Opt for a mini plan and catch the action on your own terms. With options for three games or all 81, there's a plan to suit every fan. Visit Astros.com slash ticket plan to explore all the options and their benefits. Spring training is back in the Palm Beaches this spring. Experience Astros baseball plus the best beaches, dining, and entertainment after the game. There's nothing better than Astros spring ball in sunny Florida. For tickets and more, visit astros.com slash spring to book your trip. Plan your visit now to the spring training home of the Houston Astros. The Palm Beaches. As a reminder, you can visit the Astros Center Field Team Store for the latest and the best Astros gear in Houston. From jerseys and caps to authentics and collectibles, the Centerfield Team Store has all fans covered. It's located at Crawford Street and Congress. The Astros Centerfield Team Store open Monday through Saturday. Check out astros.com slash team store for hours. Then plan your next visit to Minute Maid Park and the Astros Centerfield Team Store. And welcome back to Duffy Sports Grill, the site of Astroline on 790, coming to you from downtown West Palm Beach. Robert Ford, Todd Callis with Joe Espada. Texas Children's Houston Open returns to the spring on March 28th through March 31st. Get your tickets to see the top PGA Tour players compete at Memorial Park Golf Course. To get your tickets, go to tchouopen.com slash tickets. Hey, they just announced Scotty Scheffler today. I saw that. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a pretty good field for the... Yeah for the Texas Children's Houston Open and a pretty good feel that the Astros have as we're <laughs> talking with uh, Joe Espada. You know, we were talking about some of the young players last segment, Joe. I want to ask you about Yiner Diaz. Yes. Another young player uh, made his big league debut two years ago but really got an opportunity last year. Of course, was DHing a lot because Martin Maldonado was here. Maldonado's gone, signed with the White Sox this offseason. So Yiner Diaz is... Your number one catcher, and the Astros brought in Victor Caratini, longtime backup, to be the backup catcher this offseason. Uh, how have you seen Yiner develop, not just this spring, but really you think back to, to last year and, 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 and in terms of being the, uh, a guy who can handle the pitching staff? You, you know, I'm, 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 I'm proud of the work he's done this offseason. You know, small things like, which is a huge thing, just learning English. Mm-hmm. Like he's really trying to learn the language right so he can so he can communicate with you know the american guys and and that's 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 a big deal because that's something that we talked about last year and he's really working really hard trying to trying to do that um conversation just watching him catch bullpens and how he that back and forth dialogue with the pitchers um acting like he like he's been here before like he belongs here Carrying himself like a, like a, almost like a, you know, he's not a vet, but he's like a veteran, which which is not easy to do. Um, spending a lot of time working on his receiving, um, game calling. Um, so on the small stuff, will make, like, like makes you a rounded, complete catcher. 
he's been spending a lot of time. You know, I brought both him and Caratini over to Houston right before the Fan Fest to have them both together and start getting to know one another and getting Caratini, uh, you know, around our around our staff. I wanted to hear from him. What is it that you like? What is it that you have done in the past? This is the information that we have in place. And I thought that I thought those two weeks went went really well. So, you know, Yanir Diaz is it's ready to go. Um, he, I, you know, we all got really excited about the bat. We saw the potential defensively, but he's got a potential to be a complete, complete all around good player. I thought it was interesting right after you were officially named manager with Dana Brown that you guys basically within the, a few days said Yiner's our he's starter. The guy. He's, he's the, the guy. guy. So, That's right. so he was, he's known mentally for a few months now yes. that he has been the guy. When you come down to spring training, is his workload a little different than a normal number one catcher this spring just because he is trying to get everybody, you know, working through all the staff and, and tr- learning how to call, call yeah. games the way you guys want them? Yeah, yeah. so he, he, he'll be out there, you know, um, I want him to catch – all our starters. The same thing. I want Caratini to get a look at all our starters. So there's sides and live BPs. They're both been very active. Um, also, he's been. I've been bringing him in my office and having conversations every other day, or I sit down with him in the, on the field and have questions for him about what the day, what his day was like. You know what that that you know that BP, a live BP. What did he see on this picture? And just having a back and forth conversation. Um, our pitching coaches is doing the same thing. I, I don't want us to think just oh because he's our number one, we're just going to just let no. It's back and forth. What is it that you need? We saw this. What's your thoughts on this? Um, that interaction is very important. So he can so he feels like we are on on top of stuff, and he can feel like I can continue to improve in certain areas and. I've been very impressed with him the last the last couple of weeks at even Houston, but the last week he's been really really good. And you know, with the last several years, the way the Astros have kind of handled the catching situation, it seems like it's kind of gravitated toward personal catchers in many cases. Where you know this catcher catches this guy, and this catcher catches these two or three guys. Is that something that you could envision continuing, or would you like to do things a little differently with Caratini and Diaz this year? You know, Yanir Diaz is going to be our everyday catcher. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's not it, – there's no – I'm not going into the season in which um, Caratini is going to catch so-and-so. No, yeah. I, we, I want Yanir Diaz behavior and, and how he goes about those first couple of weeks – the, the workload would let us know when does he need an off day, right? Um, it's hard to map out the catching when you have a young catcher because you never know in which direction he's going to go. So right now is Janir, this is your team, and then once we get going and see where he goes, um, we'll, we'll adjust to to that. But we do have a, a really good backup catcher that provides that you know that protection for us just to make sure that Yanier is heading in the in the right direction in the past when Jordan's been healthy he's been the primary DH and now how much do you see in 2024 Jordan wanting to play left field and how much do you use that DH role within a a, a few different guys to maybe give them off their feet occasionally you know Jordan worked really hard this offseason because I think he can play more left and when he's healthy he can give us an average left field 
coverage, which which is important because now it opens it to the DH spot for for the guys that can benefit from that from that off day. Not not necessarily an off day, but you know, staying off the legs, and we could keep the offense on the field. And that's my vision with with Jordan, and he's on the same page. And right now, he looks he looks really good. You know, when you look at the the position player part of the roster, the projected players who are going to make the team, and you know, you try to figure out who you know who what spots are left, and it looks like there probably are maybe a couple of bench spots available. Uh, when you think about what who might fill those spots, and that also, I mean, that factors in. You know, you mentioned Alvarez playing a lot more left field, perhaps, and DHing, and you also have, of course, Kyle Tucker, Chas McCormick, Jake Myers in the outfield. Of course, the Astros infielders have been pretty constant with Jose Abreu coming into the mix last year to join uh, Bregman, Pena, and Altuve. Mauricio Dubon, I think, obviously, with what he did last year, the guy who can play a bunch of positions, he's going to be on the team. So it leaves you with a couple of spots. How do you envision filling those spots, and what 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 are you looking for for those last two? So we'll, we'll say, you know, throughout the next couple of weeks, once we get towards the end of camp, um, we'll start looking what's the best – What's the best model for our, for our club? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really early to tell, um, but we do need those last couple of spots. Guys, take the spots. Guys, that can play some defense. Guys, you know, versatility is important. Can be a, a good bat off the bench. Um, but you, you know, you you mentioned all the guys that are are on the club, right? right? And then from there on, we we do have some competition. You know, we do have some guys that can. They can provide some coverage, can give some guys some off days. So there's not only competition in the pen, but there's also comp- some competition on, on some bench rolls. Yeah. yeah, competition is so important, and it breeds you know, guys going above oh, and beyond. And right. this year we mentioned the bullpen spots. Did I accurately describe four spots being open or three? How, how, how do you, you, you know, I think that's kind of the number that w- where we at. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, Hayter, Presley, Abreu, and Montero. And then, you know, there is, there's guys competing. And, and right now they're showcasing, they're showcasing themselves really well mm-hmm. in live BPs. They're showing their stuff right away. Um, so uh, they're going to make this a really tough decision for us for the next couple of weeks. And we're going to talk more about that and also those those last few spots perhaps on the bench as well. But I'd like to remind you, secure your spot to see the Houston Astros with a partial plan, whether you want to be at Minute Maid Park every series, every weekend, or have a midweek break. There's a partial plan out there for you. Visit Astros.com slash ticket plans today. We'll have more with Astros manager Joe Espada as Astroline on 790 and live from Duffy Sports Grill in downtown West Palm Beach continues after this. Memberships for the 2024 Buddies Club presented by HEB are on sale now. Children 12 and under will receive tickets to select Astros games during the 2024 season. A reversible bucket hat, backpack, socks, and lanyard. Plus the opportunity to be selected for exclusive Buddies Club experiences, including the chance to meet Houston Astros players, all for only $40. Don't miss your chance to be part of the club today. Visit astros.com slash buddies to join. Spring training is back in the Palm Beaches this spring. Experience Astros baseball, plus the best beaches, dining, and entertainment after the game. There's nothing better than Astros spring ball in sunny Florida. For tickets and more, visit astros.com slash spring to book your trip. Plan your visit now to the spring training home of the Houston Astros. 
the Palm Beaches. Share the excitement of Astros baseball all season long with 2024 Astros season tickets. When you buy season tickets, you lock in access to 2024 opening day tickets versus the New York Yankees, postseason tickets, and every game in between. That's all the plays, all the giveaways, and all the excitement. All live from your seats at Minute Maid Park. For all the great benefits of being an Astros season ticket holder and to secure your seats, visit Astros.com slash season tickets or call 713-259-8402 today. Welcome back to Astroline on 790, coming to you live from Duffy Sports Grill, downtown West Palm Beach on Clematis Street. Make sure you come down and see us when you're down in West Palm Beach. Enjoy the premier experience of Minute Maid Park with groups and suites tickets. Whether you're looking to host colleagues, clients, or friends, there's an option out there for you. Explore group areas and book suites today at astros.com slash groups or astros.com slash seats. Once again, Robert Ford, Todd Callis, joined by Astros manager Joe Espada and you know, we were talking a little earlier about some of the competition for the bullpen, maybe about four spots available in that bullpen uh, with the way things sit right now. When you think about possibilities for that, I mean, you know, obviously you have Josh Hader, who's left-handed, who figures, who you've said is going to be your closer uh, more often than not. When you think about the other four spots for the bullpen, how much does it matter if it's like, say, someone like Bennett Souza, who's left-handed, who is impressive uh, last month of the season with the Astros. How much does handedness matter? How much does does uh, having a different look matter? Things like that. You know, it, we, we, our goal is just to take with us the best the best team, right? Um, but you mentioned Sousa. He was pretty impressive uh, last season. You know, shame that we couldn't add him to the uh, playoff roster. Yeah. Um, but he, but he, he came in. He's in really good shape. Um, he added some weight. And it, the stuff is showing, you know, velo increase just because the extra, uh, uh, you know, pounds of muscles that he. So he's looking pretty good. Coleman, who we traded for from Kansas City, he's been really impressive. He's sinker, and he's got a big sweeper, uh, making he's making our guys look silly right now. <laughs> um, so he's been really impressive. So we, and, and we got some young, interesting arm that we went and got at free agent NRIs that just they're throwing really hard in their stuff plays um so it's like i said earlier it's going to be very interesting here in the next in the next four or five weeks going to your bench we know we've talked about victor caratini he's going to be one of the guys coming off the bench yes mauricio dubon your your super utility you want a gold glove he's going to be another guy if he doesn't start coming off your bench are the other two spots open and if so how many guys are going for those two spots yeah so 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 you know it is and and you know like the single you know john singleton who did a tremendous job coming off the bench will give you that that grinding uh, bat that he can walk. You know, he's got the power. Um, Davey Hensley, who did it a couple of years ago, he was pretty impressive. Uh, kind of a down year last year, but I think he's got the potential to be that that player that could provide you some versatility and also give you a good at bat with some power. Uh, Corey Jokes, who I thought he did a really good job for us. Also, um, and, and, you know, Kessinger provides some defense. Um, and also, he came into camp. He looks strong. He looks in, in, in really good, uh, really good shape. Um, you know, he sw- he made some adjustments to his swing, and his live BPs have been been really, really good. So, those are some of the names that are out there right now. Um, cabbage, maybe. Yeah, cabbage. Also, uh, thank you for reminding me of that. That was a big trade, and uh, I express how excited I am of seeing having him in camp. Uh, his power, he's, he can play corner outfield, can give you some, you know, some good defense at first. And, um, 
he he can run also. Mm-hmm. So he does bring a nice little package to the table when we when we're talking about uh, you know rounding our our bench. I want to ask you about a couple of guys who aren't going to start the season on the big league club. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. And, and, and Luis Garcia. McCullers, of course, did not pitch last year, was hurt. Luis Garcia opened the season in the rotation, got hurt uh, with the Tommy John surgery. What's the latest on them? And is there uh, you have a better idea of a potential timetable that we could see both of them back in the big leagues? You know what? I think the time the timetable continues to be the same. Post uh, All Star break, uh, my colors and Luis Garcia, um, their throwing program, their progression. Uh, I'm very encouraged where they're at. Every day they increase their velo, their distance, and um, they're in a really good spot. JP France threw a bullpen today, and his stuff was coming out pretty good. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was that was fun to watch. Yeah, JP France and Justin Verlander are a little behind yes. the, the other pitchers. You mentioned JP France. How's how's Verlander doing? Uh, JP also he threw up a you know he threw a little light work today, um, but again he's training in the right direction. Uh, for me, it's we you don't know, how he feels in the morning. That's the most important part of when when guys are a little bit behind and going through some some of those uh, you know inflammation or getting over some 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 stuff so um but they're both trending in the right direction and i was really impressed with the way jp france looked today so as we sit here tonight tomorrow it's basically a new era it's a new era (laughs) of astros baseball with joe espada at the helm and there have been incredible managers in astros history jimmy williams and harry the hat walker and uh aj hinge dusty baker you go all the way down the list how are you feeling the night before? I didn't know it doesn't it doesn't count on your record whether you win or lose but, tomorrow. But, 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 it, know, it but tomorrow's the yeah. first day. Yes, and, so and, how- and for me it counts. You know, yeah. I know it's a spring training game. He's not going to go on the managerial record, but you know, you go out there right. And I, I I said this today. Like you get the anthem, you get the feel. The guys take the feel, and you get to make decisions right, and you get to make some some moves. And, uh, you know, the guys are looking and they're asking questions and the dynamic kind of changes, right? Um, I get to give signs to Gary and to mm-hmm. Clark. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a new era. And, and for me right now, I'm just taking one day at a time. Uh, I, I am just super excited that I have this team uh, on my side, in my corner, for sure. Do you have anyone coming for the game, any family or friends or anything? No, I, I don't. Um, you know, I wish the girls were here, but they're, they're, they're at school. Um, so uh, my, my, my tickets tomorrow, um, I won't be using my tickets tomorrow. <laughs> All right, I think TK may use some of your tickets. Yeah, there you, yeah there you go. <laughs> he's, got a few, he's got a few people got a coming. few people down there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sign up for your chance to purchase 2024 single-game tickets before they go on sale to the public with the single-game ticket lottery. Visit astros.com slash ticket opportunity for more details and to sign up. Well, I have a feeling you'll be your pass list will be full for opening day for sure. at Minute Maid Park for sure. uh, in the in a little over a month. Joe Espada, so happy for you. Again, congratulations. Uh, great opportunity, and I know you're going to make the most of it and looking forward to, to working with you every day. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Joe Espada, Astros manager, joining us on Astroline. like to thank everyone who made the broadcast possible. Thank you for Todd Callis. Thank you to producer-engineer Matt Boltz. Thank you to everybody who came out here, the Duffies, and also our studio producer, Josh C., back at 790 in Houston. You've been listening to Astroline at Duffy Sports Grill in downtown Clematis in West Palm Beach on 790 and on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Astroline.
You've been listening to Sports Talk 790 Astroline, the official preseason show of Astros baseball. I love this city. I love this team. Astroline. On Sports Talk 790, home of the Strohs. See you later! Memberships for the 2024 Buddies Club presented by HEB are on sale now. Children 12 and under will receive tickets to select Astros games during the 2024 season. A reversible bucket hat, backpack, socks, and lanyard. Plus the opportunity to be selected for exclusive Buddies Club experiences, including the chance to meet Houston Astros players, all for only $40. Don't miss your chance to be part of the club today. Visit astros.com buddies to join.